This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day, as that big voice just told you, brought to you by Smiley One and Brian. Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. He is Daryl Ryder, and I'm Andy Baskin. And, man, we are feeling good after that big bronze victory over the Tennessee Titans. Um, you know, Daryl, I, I think it might be just what the doctor ordered because a lot of good things happened, but there's plenty to work on as they head into the Ravens game next week. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the Browns uh, coming off the two dominating uh, performances on their home turf. Uh, in which they've allowed a grand total of drum roll, please. Wow. I, think about that, right? I mean, they allowed three points to the Bengals, three points to the Titans. Uh, both of those, uh, they won uh, comfortably. Um, so, yeah, they're they're feeling pretty good. The defense is getting all kinds of love uh, the day after uh, the uh, beatdown of the Titans. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I did find one thing for the defense needing to work on. There's a few things the offense still needs to work on uh, with the Ravens coming to town uh, this week for a tough AFC North uh, battle uh, with, uh, I, I guess, uh, first place or at least a share of first place here early in the season on the line. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, what a difference a week makes, right? Sky is no longer falling in Brownstown. Yeah, I mean, headlines like, can the season be salvaged? I still like, to me, blows my mind away. Daryl, you said there was one thing the defense needed to work on. What do you think? Turnovers. Turnovers. They've Forcing created, them, right? Only created two turnovers. They've had a fumble recovery and an interception. So those are the, uh, the, the two, the, that's the one thing I should say that the defense, like that you can legit nitpick that they're not doing enough of. Uh, outside of that, like, <laughs> They, they're dominating 
it, it's really incredible how much uh, this defense is dominating. I'm going to pull up the numbers here in a second. But let, let me, while you're pulling up the numbers, let me just bring this point out. Does it matter if you create turnovers? If you are not letting the other team even have a play inside the 30? I mean, does it really matter? Because I thought the same thing. I was like, you know, it'd be nice to see a scoop and score here. Nice to be, especially after thinking, you know, ball don't lie on that bad play for uh, for Cooper that, you know, he never stepped out of bounds. And I'm like, you know what, ball don't lie. They ended up with a field goal, but they got shorted five, four points on that. So, uh, you know, you just, you just wonder, hey, it's okay. I mean, if they're not forcing the turnovers, then so what? If the other team can't get on the board, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Should we consider three and outs turnovers? Cause they get a lot of three and outs. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, that's the natural turnover, right? Yeah. All right. So are, are you ready for some defensive numbers for the Cleveland? Browns? Sock it to me. Sock it to me. Laughing points allowed by the deep, by the defense, not total points team because we're not going to include the, the two touchdowns uh, that the Pittsburgh Steelers scored points allowed by the Browns defense, 18, Four field goals, one touchdown. Joe Woods gave up 17 from behind yesterday. In case you keep keeping score at home. Go ahead. Uh, total yards allowed, 491. Can you believe that? Wow. F only 491 yards in three games? What did I tell you how much they're giving up on the ground? 156 yards up uh, on the ground. Joe Woods' defense used to give that up in a half. That's and true. the Browns have allowed that in three games, right? Right. First downs allowed, 21, and two of those by penalties. So they've actually only given up 19 first downs on defense, right? And it's truly seven per game because there were 14 going into this Tennessee game. Yeah. It's truly an average of seven per, per game. Yeah. Uh, on third down, opponents are converting 19.5%. That is a 20% reduction from a year ago. Opponents were converting 39.5% on third down. Uh, against uh, the Browns, uh, wow. eight of forty-one. That's what they are. They were two of twelve. The Titans were two of twelve against the Browns on third down. Um, rush yards per game, fifty-two average. Wow, that's that, amazing. That leads the league against the Pack, <coughs> one hundred and eleven point seven yards per game. That also leads the league. Opponent completion percentage. I'm going to let you guess this one, Andy. What do you think quarterbacks against okay. the Browns? Without looking the at my Steelers, I, I'm just thinking the Steelers were complete garbage in that category. Joe Burrow struggled, and Ryan Tannehill was probably the best of the three. So I'm going to go 16%. Huh? Go ahead. What's the percentage? You're saying, what are they completing percentage-wise? Yeah. Did you just say 16%? I said, well, you made me think this is going to be some astronomical number. It is an astronomical, but, like, be realistic about it. It's 20. 20%. It's 48.3%. Oh, they're completing half their passes? Yeah. Oh, well, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound as astronomical as 16%. It, 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 it is. And considering I mean, Pittsburgh was atrocious. Percent of his passes, and he sucked, right? Let me say that again. If you're a quarterback completing around 56% of your passes, you're not any good. Well, that's that's uh, okay. So if the Browns are holding them to less than 50% completion percentage, yeah, that's astronomical. 
16% is just unrealistic and insane. Well, you made it. You teed me up like it was some number that was blowing them out of the water. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm like, Steelers absolutely suck. They weren't very good. And <laughs> that might be one of the struggled ever, by the what way. What were the – so, uh, sock it to me on the uh, – I'll say that twice in, in one podcast. Um, what were the percentages by game then? Uh, hang on a second. I'm going to – I got to get my – I got to get my Browns Bible for a second here. Oh, here we go. I got to look this up. If you're listening – oh, here we go. We, we, but, uh, so, is, we don't so what do you go to the Bible for? We're talking about this oh, season. I had to print off a media guide. This is it. And so, you printed that. Yeah. Because the Browns don't give out media guides. This, What'd you do? This find a, a Kinko's somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Next to the last, uh, uh, this is from 2018, by the way. So oh, this is the 2018 here. I can do this in about 30 seconds while you're doing yeah, that. You no, know, it, it, in, in the end of season, I, I print off the, the, the final numbers from the season. Let me give you some, uh, do they give me completion percentages here? I don't know. You have the Bible in front of you. Yeah, they do. Okay, so uh, let's see. Baker Mayfield in 2020 was 62.8%. Okay, uh, let's go uh, 2023. The quarterbacks were completing. Jacoby Brissett was completing 64%. Ah, Deshaun Watson completed 58.2%. Okay. Oh, I got to do the math. Also perspective on what back. So, uh, Joe. Let's see here. Burrow was about just 31. I'll give you. By the way, numbers. Baker Mayfield. 31, just under 50. Yes. In 2019, completed uh, 59.4%. That's not a good percentage. Uh, let's go to the 1 in 15, 0 oh, in 16 years. Completion. Kenny Pickett was 15 of 30. Like, all of these guys are 50%. And I thought Pickett was, he had 222 years. Josh McCown with a completion percentage of 54 and a half. That's bad. Um, Deshaun Kaiser, 53.6%. That's pretty awful. Again, I'm just trying to give you, I'm teaching. I, you. I got it. Oh, okay, Master. Master Yoda. Completion percentages here. Ryan Tannehill was 13 Ryan to 25. So virtually every guy, all three quarterbacks that the Browns have faced, math is not my forte, as you know that. It was about 50%, just under 50%. By the way, Brian Hoyer? Yes, 97%. Incorrect. Brian Hoyer in 2014 completed 55.3%. Johnny Menzel, 51.4. Yeah. Did he even know what the play was? Brandon Whedon, 574 Jason Campbell, remember him, that legend, 56.8. Brandon Hi, Whedon, everyone. 50. And welcome to the podcast that enjoy everyone enjoys. <laughs> Daryl Reads the Media Guide. Well, I'm just trying to explain. Coming up next. Radio affiliates. <laughs> I'm just trying to explain to you what a good quarterback completion percentage is. Since you, I hear you. I hear you. You, you brought it up. I'm impressed with like, the fact that the Browns are uh, uh, yes, these guys are only throwing fifty percent of the time. They're completing their passes. By the way, I they hope suck. We do this. Say it again. I hope everyone there it is hit the floor. That's how, how many pages is that stupid media guide you printed out there? Uh, about six hundred. 600. How many trees did Daryl Ryder kill during this episode of It's Always Game Day? I would have killed none if the Browns would print media guides for us these days, but they don't. So, Oh, well, so that's your fault then. No, it's their fault. They're saving the earth. You're, I like you're, 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 you're killing the earth. Just letting I, I, you know. I like having a book. Hang on. PETA on line one. <laughs> no, PETA. You mean Greenpeace. Would you? No, I mean PETA because you're killing animals with this conversation. It's taken forever. 
Our defense looks pretty damn good. Isn't that the bottom line, Daryl? Isn't that the, what the, the bottom line? At. What? It's kind of what I was getting at. Yes. We could have saved 10 minutes of this podcast just by saying that. Well, I'll you, say the same you thing. You not impressed with the 48.3%. It's not that I wasn't impressed. It's just you said, you say, just give me a number. I'm like, okay, 16%. You have no perspective of what that means. I absolutely have a perspective. No, you don't. You thought yeah, Daryl, 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 they complete half their passes. That's it. Okay. Are you done? No. Do you need me to go Lima on your ass? Cause I'm about to go Lima. I'm not in the mood. Knock it off. Okay. Well, I am. Let's throw down brother. Let's throw down. Ah, uh, all right. So here's the deal. Actually, we I don't are... have voice to yell and scream right now. I, I, do I. So on the morning show, and Monday, by the way, I'm starving. I haven't eaten in a day, so let's uh, keep going. Yes. On the morning, on the morning show. show I almost lost my voice in the middle of my conversation with them. And on the oh, afternoon boy. show, I almost lost my voice. So you might get lucky. I may lose my voice on this podcast. Okay. Baskin and Kermit the Frog. It'll be great. It's better than me coughing all show long. <laughs> I sit there and I look at those guys. and I'm like, can you turn off your mics for one second just so I can clear my throat? And, then, and so then I get all these. Baskin, why do you go to work when you're sick? I'm not sick. I have allergies. Okay. Can we just face it? There are millions of American <laughs> that suffer from allergies. They feel my plight. They feel my blunder. Let's come back in a moment and let's talk a little bit about the offense because Deshaun Watson really changed his tune uh, in this game. And we're going to get to that next time. It's always game day in Cleveland. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder, a little bit irritating, and I'm Andy Baskin, a little bit aggravating. Brought to you by Smiley One and Bryant. That's right, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. Daryl, let's break down um, Deshaun Watson because he got better as the game went on, and it was his best game as a member of the Cleveland Browns. What was his completion percentage on Sunday, Baskin? Nine million. Nine million. 63.7, smartass. Wow. He got better as the game went on. Uh, and what was his percentage on backwards passes? Uh, 1,000. 1,000%. 0 for 1. No, 1,000. He passed the ball backwards. Friend. Uh, minus 16 yards. How's that sound? Oof. I still can't so, believe that happened. Can you? He had two goofy plays in the game. That was one. The other one was when he, when he, we had that. I don't What was that first play of the game? Uh, he I felt- was walking out of the elevator and I was like, what just happened? Oh, my goodness. So that was supposed to be a bootleg, and he fell <laughs> over Jerome Ford's feet. What do you and, think about the fact that Kevin Stefanski just beefed up the entire playbook for the beginning of the game, knowing that he was going up against a team that absolutely could stop the run? They've done that. I can give you the minuscule uh, numbers of yards allowed. They've uh, let other running backs have in the first three games of the season. They have been very – Tennessee is impressive against the run. The problem is they are not impressive against the pass, and that's why uh, they're one and two and not two and one. Well, and uh, the Browns running game wasn't all that impressive when you look at the the final numbers, um, but um, I, I just – I think it got cute in the opening drive with the reverses and, you know, trying to loosen things up. The reverse, uh, the reverse screen, I thought was impressive the way it was set up. It's just they only got ten yards on it. They should have got a lot more. And Kevin talked about that during the press conference today. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm recomputing Deshaun's. I, I gave you his season average, not his game average. Daryl, no one gives such. Thank you. <laughs> I do because I want to be correct. Because someone's going to notice that I gave the wrong average. Oh, my goodness. Next week, Daryl reads the Encyclopedia Britannica. 81.8% of his passes Sunday. So 81% is what you said. See, now that really impresses me, Daryl. That 81%? Now that's truly impressive. I I, I know how to use a calculator on my phone. Yeah, you had it sideways, though. So you had sine and cosine. And yeah, you know that happens with a calculator, right? I know. Just do you ever use that function, though? How many people know that their Apple iPhone has that function? 
you normally go to it, it looks like a calculator, and then you turn it on its side, and it's the calculator that you never really learned how to use in high school. And when you turn it on the side, you get more room so you can do the hundreds of millions and billions calculations. That is outstanding. Daryl, I learned I'm smarter today because of this podcast. I'm smart. I don't even need to do a radio show tomorrow with my bad math skills. You can just play this podcast for 20 minutes. Sounds like you're playing to me. Uh, Daryl, again, let me go back to Deshaun Watson, probably where I should have kept going in the first place. Why is he a better quarterback today than he was seven days ago? Um, I'm guessing because he didn't uh, get caught up in stuff the way he did on Monday Night Football, right? Um, he even mentioned it post-game uh, when we talked to him. Uh, how and this this is the this is I hate to say the hypocrisy of Deshaun Watson, but it really is the hypocrisy, right? Okay. You know, this past week tells, oh, I don't look at social media. I'm not a social media guy. Blah 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 blah. Right. Right. He's got people running his accounts and putting out you know videos of his party and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. yeah the and, video of the party was unbelievable. And and he has half the people that cover him on the Browns beat blocked on X. Okay. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I took an informal survey of how many. Are you blocked? Oh, I got blocked last March. I was one of the first, and then and then when I mentioned it, I got ratioed on uh, on X for mentioning it because I made a joke about, hey, here's the new adult in the room, uh, and he's got me blocked. And then like basically, I was like, good for Deshaun Watson. We knew we liked this guy. <laughs> well, now you got me wondering. Now I got to see if I'm. I doubt it. I don't. I I'm doubt blocking him. Hang on, I gotta look. You keep talking for a second. I gotta find out if I'm blocked. We're gonna find out now. Is is the Jeopardy theme uh, plays in my head right now? Is Andy Baskin blocked by Deshaun Watson on the social media platform formerly known as Twitter and now known as X? Absolutely, one hundred percent not. Not blocked by Deshaun Watson. So you can see his posts, right? That's the term for now. They're posts. Uh, I like it. Yeah. And look, and his pin tweet is happy birthday to his mom. I appreciate okay. that. Okay. And uh, yeah, like retweets are now like reposts. And there's a, there's like a whole new like dictionary of language that comes with There that. aren't a lot. Of, I mean, he hasn't tweeted very often, though. There's not yeah. a whole lot of. So he retweeted Coach Prime. <laughs> he hasn't tweeted in 10 days. Okay. So I'm not missing much is what I'm getting at, right? No. Now. Happy birthday for your family. Uh, he quoted Stephanie Reese. Um, if you want the inside scoop on what's going on on his ex account, you just call me, man. I'm not blocked. I'm good. I gotcha. All right. Good to know. Now watch. I'll probably get blocked, but I don't really have a reason to get blocked. I want him to succeed. Unlike all the other beat writers that don't want him to succeed. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a joke about the beat writers. That has nothing to do with the show. I know we always get accused of like wanting the team to lose. Trust me. There's nothing more miserable than covering a crappy football team. How many people do I? How many people do you think you have blocked, Daryl? Oh, how many people do I have blocked on Twitter or slash yeah. X now? Uh, yes. Give me a moment, and I will let you know. And I will tell you, it's probably in the thousands. Oh my God! Hang on, I got to show you this. If you're watching on YouTube, this is Ken Carmen. Oh yeah, he is it, smoking it is. and drinking right now. What, yeah. what is the deal oh. there? Oh, you you didn't see that? You got to watch the video later. It's fantastic. Really? Yes, you have to watch the video later. It's fantastic. Is it funny at least? Yes, it's very. Ve- Yes. You said it was fantastic. I didn't tell you didn't tell me if it was funny. Yeah. What? That's what makes it fantastic. It's funny. All I mean, right. let's be honest about it. Ken's Ken's a funny guy. 
Does he know that, like, uh, broadcast t- TV, you can't actually drink that or what? smoke that? As a matter of fact, no, I think. Well, he's not on broadcast. No, he could. I think he. He's in his living room, Andy. I know, but he works for an affiliate. I don't want him to get in trouble. I worry about Ken. I worry about him. Oh, hang on. I don't know. All the rules have changed. Maybe it changed on me, and I don't even know it. Um, can we get back to the Browns? I think that's why we do this podcast in the first place, isn't it? Yeah, sure. You wanted me to. You wanted to know how many people I was. Uh, I have blocked though, right? Yeah. How many people do you block? Then we'll go forward after that. Um, was it privacy and safety? Maybe. Yeah, probably. See and shared accessibility, because you know they change all this stuff around all this all the, all the stupid time. Um. Oh, mute and block. Here we go. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, not, clearly not enough. I, I, I block less now. I actually unblocked a bunch of people. Um, I'm at 889 blocked and 1402 muted. There you go. So you can see I'm not making those numbers up. So I normally just block people who swear. And I think I got caller was complaining about miles. Oh, never mind. Um, yeah, we, we did a complaint thing today too. I want to talk about that in a couple oh, seconds. Too. Well, I just, I started the show by saying, Look, I, I, they played probably one of the, uh, they played Deshaun's best game since he got right. here, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's the best. So who can complain? 100%. And we and we got people complaining. Why? People. Uh, they were complaining about Miles. Uh, he finally showed up for a game. I was like, come on, would you stop? The, and then uh, we had uh, we had a couple of my favorite complaint though was after we had like three complaints, and they and they were like, you know what I want to complain about? People that complain. <laughs> Those, those are my favorite. I want to complain of people to complain. It's the great Pete Franklin line, Daryl. It is the great Pete Franklin line. You know what that is? What's that? If you offer people free ice cream, half the people are going to bitch that it's not chocolate. That is so true. It is 100% the truth. And how about all the people that came after me last week? Because I said, maybe we're overreacting just a little bit by saying, is the season basically on the brink after two games? Well, it, <coughs> that's ridiculous. That well, was ridiculous. They also lost Nick Chubb for this season. Too. I get that, and I'll, I'll back, and I understand that's, that. that uh, our running game has people, has a much different feel to it. I, and but, like, Sean hadn't played well. <laughs> Nick Chubb's lost for the season. The only thing the Browns could do well is run the football, right? Right. Well, I can understand why fans were freaking out, but now – we got to see Deshaun play better, uh, so fans can take a step back off the ledge. Um, I he, think what we saw was Deshaun not trying to do everything on his own, and a little less. And I, the two, the two things that I think when you uh, before we got sidetracked, and it was my fault we got sidetracked, and I. Oh, thoroughly, you should blame yourself for that. I, I will. I would say. No, I would say. Don't worry about it. But you need to blame yourself. Okay, and I thoroughly know. enjoy when I take the podcast right into the ditch. But, <laughs> Story of my life as I cough. It's allergies. Two things. One, yeah, didn't try and do too much. Just played within himself. Didn't put the world on his shoulders and, you know, try and carry the day. And the second thing was he controlled his emotions. He didn't get caught up in stuff. I mean, he took a vicious shot to the head and neck area. Okay. It Mm -hmm. was a, there's going to be a fine coming. Right. Uh, Uh, when the, the this weekend when those come out because of that hit but well, like, like on saturday like the fines that came out yeah he gets he got fined on saturday this week yeah well he got fined for the steelers game yeah right so 
Um, the, yeah, the Titans are going to lose some money this week for some of the hits that they had on Deshaun Watson. Uh, All right, hold that thought, Daryl. We got more to come here. We got plenty of things to talk about. So hang on for a second, will you please? You just stop, you just have, stop with your mathematics. You just have to be right on this clock thing. This is a podcast. We are not limited by the constraints of time. The Pooba is not going to run down the hall yelling and screaming at you because get the break, get the break, get the break. It's always game day in Cleveland. Back after this. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. Daryl was nice enough to let me go to the bathroom in the break. Thanks, Daryl. Didn't care. He wanted to pin it on the poobah. By the I'm way, it's humanitarian. what is it? I'm the great humanitarian between us. You are. Uh, it's always game day in Cleveland. Brought to you by our good friends at Smiley One and Bryant. That's right. Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. Daryl, as we look ahead, the conference, oh, until Cincinnati, we're doing this while Cincinnati's playing. So, but the conference was all sitting at two and one with the exception of the Bengals. So in the, uh, division. In the division, sorry, not in the conference. Um, so uh, what did that tell you? Be two and one. What'd you say? The entire AFC cannot be two and one. Uh, they could. I mean, I'm sure I can mathematically figure out a way at 16% to get that done. All right, hang on. Let me uh, kick my feet. Oh, up. stop. If you do this again, I'm, I'm going to put my. <laughs> stop it. Stop. Stop. What are your thoughts on that? That it's two and one. You know, when I see two and one, two and one, two and one, I think, damn, the Browns blew that game against Pittsburgh. Yeah, it they should really be let that slip through. They should be three and oh. Should be three and oh. But they are what the record is, and that's two and one. I'll say this. So the interesting thing is, this is the fourth straight year the Browns are two and one under Kevin Stefanski. And they will try and go to three and one for the third time in four years under Kevin Stefanski, which, by the way, I'm totally predicting is going to happen. They're, they're you're saying you're predicting a win against Baltimore this week. Yeah, I feel pretty good. No, our, just predict it. Don't go wishy washy on me. It's just either Monday. yes or no. We, we've got we've got if everybody stays healthy, you're predicting a victory. I'll give you that. That's your caveat. We want people to keep downloading the podcast. I don't want to give out the, the, the game pick too early in the week. Daryl, no one gives a you-know-what. It's called a tease, Andy. 
Okay. Okay, Poobah. Because you you know everyone's going to be on pins and needles wondering how I'm going to pick this game later in the week. That is true. That is true. This could be the goofiest uh, podcast we've done in Uh, how many have uh, we done these now? Over 100, have we? Basically, here's what we've done is that the Browns played their best game of the season and we've done our worst podcast of the season. It's perfect, hand in hand. That is, so we're we're two and one on the season two. We're two and one as well. Yes, <clears throat> Daryl. What will they? Although I don't know deep. I want to get into the Baltimore game right now. But what did you feel like needed to be fixed after this game against Tennessee? Well, I, I think that they they do have some work to do to clean up the run game, right? I mean, if there there was one thing that didn't go well, and I know Tennessee's good against the run, but uh, it was pretty painful trying to watch the Browns run the football at times. I mean, at one point they had. Uh, I think it was like Pierre Strong and Jerome Ford were the leading rushers with five yards apiece. Um, I, I mean, and Pierre was, Strong ended up leading the team in yards because he had like two runs at the end of the game yeah. for eight yards. Yeah, so, he was so able right. to bump his average up to four and a half, six carries, 27 yards. Uh, Jerome Ford averaged a whopping 1.8 yards a carry, but he made up for it by running for a touchdown and then catching a touchdown as well. So, uh, that helped, and yeah, because he caught the two passes for 33 yards, including the 19-yard uh, score there. Uh, Deshaun Watson ran it four times for 16 yards. Kareem Hunt five times for 13 yards. Um, Harrison Bryant uh, can't really hold it against him. He did his job. Harrison Bryant knew Jacoby Brissett on the team. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you be? I thought that was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He uh, he went two for two on the, uh, on the sneak in there. Uh, I think I don't know. Is it time to say that Elijah Moore is not a running back? I think so. There, you know, that was one of the things that people complained about after they're like, okay, we see what you were trying to do. We saw your experiment and it didn't work. So Yeah, I just don't know the Elijah Moore running thing is really working. Um, he's got uh I just want to make sure numbers are correct here as I flip the page to look. Um six carries, twenty-three yards, he's averaging three point eight a carry. Um yeah, I just I don't know that that I again I get what Kevin Stefanski's doing. I I just kind of feel like teams are, have sniffed it out now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. So I I don't know. I, I'm I'm starting to. I was real excited about it in the off season and during training camp. You know, seeing him move around the way he was, and I still want to see that. I just don't know that having him get the football on handoffs is the smartest thing to do. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I, it doesn't seem to work. I don't know. Is there somebody else? I mean, you're, you hired these guys to be running backs. So let them be running backs. Right. Yeah. He was hired to be a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm okay with that. I, I'm still, I just um, feel like you're going to get the guy killed. Yeah. Although he does seem excited by it though. Let's be honest. I, I mean, again, I, I'm not criticizing the philosophy or the intent or anything like that, right? I'm not sitting here saying Kevin Stefanski's an idiot for doing this. That's not, right. I, I'm just saying that I don't think the juice is going to be worth the squeeze. Based on what I have seen through three weeks, I don't feel like handing him the football coming out of the backfield is worth it. Now, throwing it to him coming out of the backfield, I'm totally cool with. Fine. You want right. to. You want to run a reverse to him, try and get him on the perimeter type of thing. Again, totally cool with that. Right. I, I just don't know him running uh, traditionally 
I just I don't know that that juice is worth the squeeze. So that that's one my one little I don't want to say criticism, but questioning uh, going forward uh, offensively. Uh, right, Derek, yeah, I, so I want to play a game here just to end this, the show, and we'll, we'll call it "Let's Go for Two. Okay, so okay. give me two points. Give me two points from the game that you think are important. I'll give you one. You give me one. I'll give you one. You give me another. Ready? From the win? Yeah, from okay. the game, and or or from where we're at in the season right now. Okay, I will is- say. All right, I'll say um, Miles Garrett just completely wrecking things up front for teams. Okay. okay. The way he just he, – and he's gaming it, you know what I mean? The basketball thing in week one, yesterday running up and down the line, making tight ends, follow him, stuff like that, right? Yeah, that was cool video to watch. I got to tell you, I thought that was super interesting. And even right, Kevin gonna... – like that's a, that's a new one for me. I never saw two tight ends move to follow a defensive end before. <laughs> I thought that was interesting when he said that too. Um, Denzel Ward, I think, is playing some of the best football we've seen him yep. play. I thought the last two weeks he has been absolutely outstanding, <laughs> especially for a guy we were questioning whether his career could have been over because of concussions. So um, Denzel Ward has been just outstanding the last two weeks. So that's one of my two extra points. You had one. Give me your last extra point. Well, I have a trivia question for you now. This is a extra point, or you can't do shtick within a shtick. You know I'm that, right? Shtick within a shtick. How okay, many go ahead. in a row has Denzel Ward broken up a pass? How many games in a row? Yeah. 25. You're really bad at this. Nine. I don't know. What is it? I don't, I mean, I don't really think about it. How many games in a row? Nine. Oh, yeah. nine. All right. Nine. That's, that, that's, I just, one. I think when you're dropping these questions on me, that they're going to be astronomical numbers. And see, that's uh, your, uh, one of many mistakes. You're always overthinking things. Oh, well, thank you. I'm the Deshaun Watson of hosts. All right, give me your second. That's not your second extra point, is it? No, that wasn't my second extra point. Okay, give me your second extra point. I was trying to play off the point that you made. Hang on, let me me go to the re-booth. Let me go to the replay booth. Uh, After further review, Daryl's extra point is no good. Okay, next, go. Uh, My second key point is... The offensive line. Ooh. Namely, Dewan Jones. I think he's been an unsung hero since stepping in for Jack Conklin. <laughs> I saw I saw a, a stat today that he's only allowed like one uh pressure. Um, like he's not given up a sack yet. That's pretty impressive for a guy that had to kind of like step in and and do what he's had to do. So I, I think that's pretty good. All right, my last extra point is this. When Deshaun Watson really gets into the rhythm and gets in the groove, I still don't think he's there yet, but I do think we saw vast improvement. I think Marquise Goodwin is going to jump off the page if they give him the opportunity, especially on big plays. I am waiting for that breakout catch from him. I thought we were going to see it. Um, They didn't need it yesterday, but I, I cannot wait till they get him moving and in sync and in rhythm. We know we have three very good wide receivers. Donovan Peoples-Jones had a really nice catch yesterday uh, as well. And, uh, you know, Amari Cooper is Amari Cooper. I think he's been outstanding. But I really, really, really want to see Marquise Goodwin get into this thing and get moving and get some opportunity. So that's my second extra point. What would you think of that one? That was strong. Thank you. They tried getting it to him. Week one almost had two big ones. Oh, if the ball just would have had a little more oomph on it. By the way, Daryl. 
we're we're always looking for feedback. So I figured just for today only, I'll read some of the feedback we got from yesterday's uh, post game podcast. Do you want to hear that or not? Yeah, sure. I thought you I thought you had some instantaneous feedback for me running the podcast into the ditch today. So. Oh no, you did a tremendous job, Daryl. I mean, seriously, ten out of ten uh, in taking this thing right into the ground. Uh, feedback from our podcast uh, immediately following the game. I'll just read a couple. Great win, says Jake Langs. Uh, Reese four four six two two. Yeah, the ref was standing right on top of it and really missed it. Uh, Bam, Cleveland Sports Collectible says Ryder changed his narrative quickly, and and the ever popular one, um, Wolf Wolf Lawrence. Excellent. That's just that that is Mensa, Mensa wisdom right there. Wolf Wolf. You good? I don't remember you changing your tune on anything, though. I'll be honest with you. Do you? I, I kind of pride myself on my consistency. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you changed your tune. I'm usually Dar- consistently positive or consistently negative. <laughs> There's Darryl- no area with me. All right, Daryl, I want to go watch Monday Night Football so we have something to talk about in our next podcast because this team's playing so well, there's nothing to complain about. <laughs> you don't want me to read any more quarterback percentages so you know what is a good completion percentage <clears throat> what is a bad completion percentage you know what hang on i want to spend anything one minute with meredith more, before we leave here and a half uh, is good anything south of that is uh, not so good all right one minute with meredith meredith you don't have to come on camera for this i just we want to hear your your excellent voice thoughts I, on travis swift and travis swift i just said that wow, <laughs> travis swift um <laughs> Travis Kelsey and uh Taylor Swift. I I hope that Travis is prepared for the celebrity that comes with Taylor Swift cuz I will say this uh when he scored his touchdown on on Sunday they showed him do doing his little end zone dance for like a second and then the camera was up on Taylor and Mama Kelsey and it was up there for like 20 seconds like every single headline is all taylor swift so i know that they're probably having a lot of fun right now but uh there's a there's a lot that comes with being in uh taylor swift's inner circle so i hope he's so ready for it. R- rumor is did you hear how they got her out of the out of the suite that she was in daryl did you hear this one nope was it in the cleaning cart because that's how she did it on her on her tour they put her in a popcorn popper yeah <laughs> all right that's awesome. Since Meredith is here, which it, this this is some good stuff here. So you want to hear the Taylor Swift effect for Travis? Yes. Yes, I heard two hundred fifty thousand new Instagram followers, uh, three hundred thousand plus social media followers, wow. a four hundred percent increase in merchandise sales, <laughs> top five selling jersey in the NFL. How about that? Sounds about right. That that I is say? the. That is the Taylor Swift effect because if you looked at her Eras tour from the past year, she boosted the economy in every city that she went to, that every city that she toured in, the way LeBron James boosted the economy for the city of Cleveland while he was playing with the Cavaliers. Like she was doing that for every city around the country. So the league's merchandising site, yeah, uh, which I'm not going to mention because they're not going to they're not sponsoring the podcast, so I don't want to give any right. particular merchandising site. Right. 400% spike for Kelsey wow. uh, because of the ball. Oh, and I guess, so Taylor Swift also wore a specific shoe and apparently, and again, don't want to give anyone any free plugs. If you'd like to sponsor the right. podcast, hit up our beautiful sales staff. They'll take care of you and right. we'll be uh, glad to help you out there. But um, that shoe, I guess, became the number one selling shoe in the country overnight. 
She she was wearing uh, a, a, a Chiefs colors red. Right. Uh, this particular shoe brand, and it's the number one shoe. By the way, I could not name you three Taylor Swift songs. Uh, we had this conversation on the afternoon show. Nick Wilson literally fell out of his chair when I told him that. But she's a big hit. Uh, they're a big hit. Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. You know, I think I think if we played you, we're not going to, but I think if we played you Taylor Swift songs, I think you would recognize them. Yeah, Daryl, clearly the, the problem is you. It's yes. you. The problem is you. <laughs> yes. Uh, shout out to the Eagles social media staff, though. They got a picture of Jason Kelsey next to Swift on their, uh, I forget his first name, and they sent out a picture basically saying we you know this hits different or something like that on their social media account it was a fantastic post on their uh on x so if you, know, if you don't know i'll i'll explain the story behind that really quickly taylor swift is from the philadelphia area and she is a well-documented eagles fan and hits different is a bonus track off of her most recent album midnights okay. so that's that's how that all ties in together Am I Listen. allowed to show the tweet, or is that like uh, we gonna get in trouble for doing? No, that? why could you could show a tweet? Why would? But you know, you just need to shake it off. Don't put yourself in a blank space, man. Just don't do that. Even if you're coming off of a cruel summer, you just don't want any bad blood. You got to have style, man. I knew you were in trouble when we got into this podcast. Right, you know what I do? How'd I do, Meredith? You did well. You did I good did job, Andy. Exactly what you just did, and you so know what? you did know our songs. So you do know her songs. You that Andy just named like five of them. You know what, Andy? What? Respect. That was Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Again, I say it again. The problem is you. It's always you. I was giving you respect for doing. Oh. Meredith, thank you. Outstanding job as always. This might be one of our worst podcasts, and it's definitely one of our longest podcasts as well. Daryl, thank you. We'll do another one as the Browns get set to play the Ravens on Sunday. It's always game day in Cleveland.